Welcome to the Young Farmer Podcast. I'm Chris Torres, your host. When Dave Wolcott and Colleen Rudolph decided that they wanted to run their own dairy farm, they had one goal in mind, simplicity. It's all about milking and taking care of the cows in their 170-head dairy just outside Corfu, New York. No planting or harvesting crops, just the cows. After four years leasing a facility and building up equity, they were able to buy the farm last August. But it hasn't been easy getting to this point. I recently visited a couple on their farm and talked to them about their journey to becoming farm owners and trying to make it in the dairy industry. And they have some advice for other young, other young farmers. Think outside the box and have your eyes wide open to new ideas. Thanks for listening. Okay, so we have Colleen and Dave here. And why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves here? Dave Wolcott, 41, uh, own a farm. <laughs> I'm Colleen Rudolph. And we are DC Farms. Awesome. And uh, either one of you can tell me a little bit of the history of DC Farms. So DC Farms was uh, kind of a dream of ours to own our own farm. And we played for, oh, half a dozen years. Trying. Uh, trying ideas. different ideas and trying to find a place to rent and whatnot. My uh, previous employer... Uh, decided to finish milking and he wanted to get more into crops and beef cattle so I quizzed him on renting uh, the one facility from him with the with the parlor if we could uh, make it work to put cows in there and uh, run it out and buy feed from him to just basically try it out uh, I was not I'm not too much of a fan of doing crop works. I was more of a of a cow guy. We just thought maybe it'd be a good, gave us an opportunity to try the milking op- cows ourselves. The opportunity arose, and we thought we'd take a so. hit at it. And that was three and a half years ago. Uh, almost twenty, almost four and a half years ago, January. We yep. just celebrated our fourth anniversary of milking our own cows. Yep. Wonderful. And you just moved into this place, and now you're owners of the place, and that was official last August, this past August. Correct. Correct. Yep. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, now, Dave, you actually, you both met on a farm. So tell us a little bit about that. And you've worked at a couple, you worked at several farms. I've worked at several farms since I uh, graduated high school. Um, we met, it was a farm that had been rebought and at that time I was the head herdsman at that farm and they hired Colleen in to work with some different programs and calves and yeah we did a lot of herd work together and uh and the rest is history <laughs> yeah did you work for FSA after so that farm? right so I've um I've done a few different farms previous to uh when we worked at the large dairy together and then uh yeah so then i then i moved on to farm service agency after after we worked there together and uh so i worked for farm service agency seven and a half years and the half of it trying to think so we started milking and he handled it most himself uh six months and then i was able to quit my job and we just full force if we're gonna if we're gonna do this, we gotta be all in, you know. Sure. So. Sure. And what did you do for Farm Service Agency? Um, I worked on the commodity side for most of my time there, but the last two and a, I think it was two and a half years, I actually worked uh, on the loan side. I was a loan analyst. Um, 
So I got a refresher on, uh, on finances. So it was, it was a good refresher. And uh, I, did go, I did go to college for egg business ages ago. And uh, so that was all old knowledge that I hadn't really used in a while. But uh, yeah, so it was a good refresher. And it, uh, yeah, it all worked out. Yeah. And you could have done a lot of other things. So why continue in the dairy business? Why, why, uh, who came up with that idea? I guess on my behalf, uh, I enjoy the dairy business because it's not, it's not factory work. So there's days, you know, I work with the cows, healthcare, there's days you milk cows, next day you're doing construction, next day you're a plumber. It's, it's always something different. It's, that's where, that's what I like about the whole dairy farming industry and farming period. It's, it's not, uh, a nine to five it's something different hours change nothing's the same yeah. keeps it exciting and you're outside and outside <laughs> like um, i like being outside <laughs> uh, i guess on my end uh i mean i grew up with dairy and then i did different dairy jobs here and there doing calves doing veal uh and then i got into the office work uh, did the family thing, and I just missed it all. I missed being in the barn. I missed working with the animals, and it became challenging to find. I did try try to find other jobs to get out of the office, um, get back into the barn. But in in this line of work, you have to be able to commit at least sixty hours a week. And if he's working at least eighty hours a week on a farm, and then I have to work eighty hours or 60 hours a week on a farm uh, makes it difficult to handle the kids and the family. And it just, it wasn't good. It wasn't meshing. So um, couldn't make a change in that sense uh, to fit right, you know? So, uh, no, this just fits. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's, we're happy doing what we want to do. I mean. Yeah, that's so. great. And you have four kids between you. Yep. Yes. Dave, you have uh, you have two older children, and both of you have children of your own together. So, yep. two. How old are the younger kids? Uh, eight and six. Eight and six, and then your older children are nineteen and twenty-one. Twenty-one. So yeah. Do, do, do they 21. have? Are they the next generation of DC farms? Or they Who have knows? the option. They have the option. It. Uh, I'm not pushing on it. I'm not forcing it. Uh, my plan is, you know. 15, 20 years, I don't plan on working too much harder, and hopefully everything will be all paid for and things will fly. All four of my kids have the opportunity to buy in or work in or however they want to do it. They, they, uh, they each had the option to do college or go work elsewhere, and they came to me and they wanted to work with the firm. Awesome. So. Awesome. And you also have another employee, Trinity. Yep, Trinity is our other, uh, she's a milker. She, she milks for us some afternoons. She's a local high school student. Oh, yeah. She does real good. Real good. She loves the animals. We she, love she didn't she's come from great. a farm. She, she came and she wanted to try it out, work with the animals. And we're like, sure, let's give it a shot. And she's great. And, uh, yeah, just compliments the team nicely. Encouraged more females into the agricultural world so yeah <laughs> all right well let's let's dive into really the 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 heart of the farm here um tell me a little bit about the operation itself and how many cows you have and uh a little yeah, bit yeah. so yeah today we're milking 170 cows uh milking twice a day 
that's we have very few young stock. We we found uh, while we were renting that buying springers was cheaper than trying to raise them ourselves. So we have toyed with sex semen and different different types of breeds. We got some animals that we showed at the county fair, and uh, primarily it's just milking cows. Buy all our feed. Uh, we do handle our own manure, but. Uh, the guy that we buy feed from allows us to spread the manure on his fields, so it kind of works out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just one less, you know, we, we, we'd like to put all our concentration into milking cows because that's where our check, that's where our money comes in. Yeah. So rather than worrying about, oh, we need a tractor to pull this piece of equipment across the field or find somebody to run it and, oh, man, the weather and we're going to lose this part of the crop or it's not going to do very well, we just buy it straight out of the field by the ton. Simplicity's the name of the game here. Simple. Uh, on top of that, me being only 170 cows, I can't get the big equipment. I can hire this guy. He comes in with the big equipment. We could pound a year's worth of feed in here in three days. Mm -hmm. The feet, the crops are done. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's all about uh, it's all about the milk cow. We put our concentration, our equipment's based around working around cows. Uh, we're big on convenience. I like to tell people that I don't own a shovel. Uh, all the cows, anything we do with cows and all, we have a, a couple skid loaders and whatnot. It's got to be easy. It's got to be simple. Sure. Uh, and that was your goal from the beginning. When you decided to rent this place, that was your goal. And later own, that was your goal from the beginning. You just right wanted to focus straight on cows. Yep. Just, just milking cows. I mean, we do, have, we do have a couple acres of hay. We do play around with bailing some hay. It's just something to do. But, mm -hmm. yeah, no, all our concentrated efforts is in, is in the dairy cows. Mm -hmm. We think that's, uh, rather than missing something, hopefully we catch something. Uh, uh, me as an owner... I milk every morning, seven days a week. I want to look at every single one of them cows, and I want to be sure I catch something before something happens. Right. And, uh, and, so keep, and on the business, and you know, it keeps it keeps uh, labor costs down. I mean, them. I mean, it all kind of evens out, but less labor to worry about. I don't know. Just yeah, just keeps it easy, I yeah. guess. Yeah, so. Cool. So when you guys decided to to actually get into this and actually do it on your own did you actually look at other places besides this place did you actually you know go around and shop around for the places that might have become available we looked at multiple options for years for a long time as far as maybe trying to buy something maybe buy a property with a barn on it trying to buy a property where we could build, build a, a barn, barn right uh, <laughs> A lot of people suggested in the financial world that we should, you know, raise some young stock on our own. It turned into a flop. Yeah, right from but right from the, right from the start. That's you go talk to anyone at Cooperative Extension and such. To just so to, you actually started raising young stock on your own. We tried to go that route, and it wasn't. I mean, we had we had a place where we we could put it, or we could put the young stock, but it just it. It wasn't rolling good, and we only anything we ended up with, any animals that we had when we started this dairy, were useless. They were a old. Financially, we couldn't contribute them to the business as equity, um, and we ended up 
calling them out so that we had start cash. Yeah. So then we literally started with nothing when we started this business. Wow. We sold we sold the animals we had and started from scratch. Wow. Right. Not one machine, not no. nothing. Nothing. Wow. And you spent those four years building up your equity so you could eventually. Yes. Day uh, one. Uh, yeah. Day one, we bought fifty cows. Where'd you buy them from? Did you buy them from a from a somebody uh, was going out of business? Where'd you buy them from? A local cattle dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had talked to him and made the deal. As and uh, once we secured the milk market, and we secured the funds, we came up with a date. Uh, this particular dealer was milking cows himself and would sell milking cows, and we lined the deal. We get fifty cows right on the first day one, so we could fill the tank and. Yeah, so the was first date was it challenging to get a milk market? It was a challenge. Uh, four years ago, the market wasn't. It, we're just coming off of a high. The milk price was starting to come down, and yeah, I got a lot of people laughing at me, and they just. Uh, I, I believe we called every co-op, anybody we could think of that would buy milk, cheese, plants, whatever, anybody. Uh, before we found the party that we work with now to to agree to to take us on, uh, but that was that was uh, and that that was always the first question anyone asked us, right? You know, when we were looking for funding and well, do you have a market? Uh, yes, yes, we do have a market, and they were very, <laughs> always very surprised that we yes. could find a market. Sure, sure. Yeah, because most dairies up in this area are very large. I mean, there's a lot oh, of very large yeah. operations up in this area, right? So. Interesting, interesting. Tell me a little bit more about the about the challenges you had. Challenge from 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 you know from from having to find that milk market, having to buy those cows. Tell me a little bit more of the challenges you had and finally getting this going. I think honestly, I think our biggest challenge. I mean, we talked to everybody about the milk market. We right. talked to, and we and we had a guy that was willing to to work with us. And with the the local livestock dealer, it's somebody I'd worked with. Uh, for years, so I kind of knew him, and that that wasn't a big deal. That was a pretty easy buy. The the, the challenge for us was the the finances, the the, the initial startup cost to buy cows. Um, it's not like I had you know two hundred thousand in my back pocket. Just and you to had go. to five feet feed off the bat. You had to do all that stuff off the bat. Oh yeah, yep. Wow. So, uh, so luck, luckily for us, the, with this. Uh, my previous employer getting out he had a bunk full of feed he was willing he let me rent the burn and he let me buy the feed from him and i still day-to-day help him out uh with equipment and his cows and a lot of that he'd let me use his equipment for cleaning the burns and whatnot uh and to feed my cows so it was great to help out. to for him to let us you do that to to rent the facility and to be able to use some of his equipment to get the job done. And if you didn't have his help, what do you think would have happened? I don't think I would have been able to do it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of people have barns or ex farmers, and I find that they really don't want to just let any Joe Schmo walk in on their property and make a mess. And that's the biggest fear. And so you don't see that. Right. You know, there's not a lot of opportunities to rent barns. Yeah. Um, right. There's empty facilities, but nobody really wants. And some of them are so outdated, it's not 
I'm not. I'm not one to to go tie stall milk either. He he would have been willing to, I think. But uh, All right. you know, it's just it was finding finding a facility for years was our biggest struggle, and then mm-hmm. the opportunity arose, and and the bartering um, between sure. between the gentleman who let us rent the barn, um, you know, barter his time for use of his equipment and such, and and that that was. That was a good way to start, and then it, so it gave us uh, for four years. We built up slowly, built up our equipment so that we were uh, sustainable in that sense, and we could operate fully on our with our own equipment. And then we were able to, so then we were able to work up to the purchase. And you also you took part in a program from Farm Credit East called the Farm Start program. Can you tell me a little bit about that? So when we were trying to trying for this opportunity um you know like fsa they have they have programs but you have to be um denied funding from a commercial credit um provider first before farm service agency will work with you that really makes a lot of sense doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) so um obviously we have to go to the you know the banks the regular banks we have to go work with first to see who who's willing to bite and I think we just went right to Farm Credit first. I think that was kind of well, like let's. I don't. Well, the, I don't know if we talked to. Yeah, any we talked other, to another financial. Okay. Uh, the, I guess when we started, we were looking for a traditional loan. Hey, can right. I have X amount of dollars and pay it over the next four or five years? What was the goal? What was the goal of the loan? The goal was to the the. The initial request uh, we wanted. I don't remember how much, but it was just we wanted to buy. I think it was for like the hundred cows, so we could both, um, so we could both fully work on the farm and and operate and produce income, because mm-hmm. um, you, you need that many cows to support the two of us, right? That was the initial plan, and we would just both work full time on the farm. So we ended up when we ended up going to Farm Credit, uh, they did they they worked it down to the because we were new. Uh, beginning farmers that's when they brought up well let's maybe try this farm start program well, we not couldn't to, not to interrupt okay. but also at that time in this area at least the milk price was falling yeah so everybody just thought we were crazy right. anyway yeah they basically told us hey you're not going to get this traditional loan because nobody wants to invest in dairy cows at this point yeah. because nobody was sure where the market was going to go yeah so, um, so that was one of the biggest battles. Sure. But that's challenge. Right. Sure. So that's when they brought up, well, because um, Farm Start is part of Farm Credit, but it's a, it's like a separate pot of money, yeah. you know. Um, so that's when they brought up, well, why don't we try and and submit them through Farm Start? And uh, so it was it was less than we were asking, but it was a start. So what, what we did is Farm Start gave us an initial loan to get – half of the plan going let's say so we had dave and what was it 50 60 cows 50 cows cows from day one and then you know initially it seemed kind of frustrating but actually what it did was so they gave us half of what we wanted but that gave um other people the confidence that hey if a bank is going to back you up maybe that means something and that led into a private investor uh, loaning us the other half of what we wanted mm-hmm. because a bank had had put uh, some trust in us to begin with when things were real 
low right. in the dairy industry. And that's when, you know, we got the other, we were able to get the other half the cows. And then that's when I was able to, I quit my job at Farm Service Agency and we just hit it full force. And what's worse going to happen? We both have to go back to regular jobs if it doesn't work, right? right. So, yeah. right. Um, you know, the rest of it just fell into place, just kind of, but that was, that's how that's how the program worked for us mm -hmm. so yeah so to go back what was the hardest part it was getting the funding and uh yeah thank goodness that firm start was there and they were giving they gave us the opportunity to to get the ball rolling mm -hmm. right because it, it yes we did get a private investor involved but they probably wouldn't have been as willing had we not had a uh, bank backing us sure. initially so sure yeah sure sure that's wonderful that's good well, that ended up well, and yeah. now you guys are slowly yeah. growing. Tell me a little bit. What, what's your philosophy in terms of uh, in terms of running the dairy, and in terms of you know just just uh, your production goals and all that sort of thing? What, what's your philosophy there? So I'm not one. I, I guess I don't want to push the cows. So we, we do our figuring. A lot of our figuring we do on sixty pounds per cow per day. And you're at sixty five though. You're actually over there. Yes. So <laughs> you know we try to keep the goals low and when we score big we score big <laughs> uh but I, I don't want to push the cows hard uh don't thump a lot of grain to them uh, a lot of forage diet we're a very high corn silage diet uh twice a day milking other than that we don't do anything special just con conventional um we watch the components we watch the somatic cell we um we test regularly to keep on top of that what are your protein and butter fat levels? We're around, we average around four, four three butter fat and three, four protein. Yeah, great, so. great. And how about your SCC, your somatic cell? Uh, we're usually around one, 120, I'd say we average out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's lower, but that's, that's our good, that's a good spot. Mm -hmm. right. So how is everything going in terms of the market, in terms of, you know, I mean, are you, are you doing okay? I mean, is is this right is right now is the business sustainable at this point? I mean, how's it how's it going for you guys? Oh, well, the bills are getting paid. Yep. Good. The um, business is sustainable. We're, business. we're we we don't have the money to go out and buy that big yacht yet, but uh, <laughs> but the bills are getting paid, and I think that's that's priority. Um, we we have enough funding that if something was to happen, we're okay for a little while. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, things could be better, but. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's we don't want to be we don't want to do anything crazy uh even if you know we get some extra cash it's like let's just you know we don't want to do anything crazy this year because you know last year was a roller coaster this year's going to be a roller coaster or it's just i mean it maintain at a, well, a lot of, mediocre I, a level lot of i don't know well that's Especially it yeah we don't COVID. know we yeah. don't know there's a lot of i don't know and you look at uh i was going to say you know that, and it's great that you brought that up because right about the time right before you guys bought the farm this whole thing went down which, right. that, which which did hold up the uh purchase process lately yeah sure. well a lot of that was all well because government the, yeah, buildings the government and offices, lawyers yeah. and where, where you can go and who you know who's actually working in an office to yeah. even talk to. Uh, yeah. So that's what held up a lot of the purchasing. Um, Did you ever fear that you had to change your plans? Because at that time, I remember, you know, there's a lot of guys who were dumping milk because of the fact that, you know, 
milk couldn't get to where it was supposed to be. I mean, did you guys sort of think of, you know, well, maybe, I don't know if this is going to work right now. We uh, just kind of rode the wave. We, we kind of <laughs> rode the wave. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, when we were doing the property purchase, we left it open is that we could pull the plug and stop the whole process of purchasing mm -hmm. at any point. Uh, just because of that, that little bit of fear was there. At the end of the day, though, our ultimate goal was to be able to buy a facility within five to ten years. And here we are, not even year four, and the opportunity is here. And uh, me being 41, i got to figure we're going to have a mortgage on this puppy. So 15 years, that's pretty close to retirement. I didn't want to wait too much longer. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so we just went with it. It's, you know, we were doing good for three years. You just got to keep going with it. I mean, at the end of the day, we own uh, most of the cows right now, and we own all the equipment, and the only thing we were missing was the roof over their head. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's something we just saw in the back of our mind. It had to happen. Mm -hmm. You got to have a place to go with the cows. You can't mm -hmm. just take them, the, you know, down the road and sure. throw them out in a field somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, did you have to dump milk or anything? I mean, did you have we, to do anything? Luckily, we did not. Good, good. We did not. Good, good. What are the plans for the future? I mean, what, what's your what's your long-term goal? Obviously, somebody has to have, or when you're a business owner, you have to have some sort of, you know, goals. I mean, have you have you established for yourself a five, ten-year long-term goal? What's going to well, happen? Well, we've, we've met the do? biggest long-term goal, I guess, is <laughs> to right. purchase a property, but... Uh, you know, I think we got a lot of little goals, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, buying equipment or, you know, like a feed mixer that may do a better job or something like that to help the cows. But I think ultimately with buying the facility as quick as we did and whatnot, the goal is the, to be reasonable and say, hey, here at 55, 60 years old, it's not going to be too easy to go out every day and milk 170 cows or 200 cows. But we also didn't want to feel like our children have the opportunity to buy in and take over. But and they we, do, and they do. Part, your two older children are they active both work in the farm. Yep. They work on the farm. They work yep. on the farm. So the ultimate goal was to how much can we have paid down that they don't get stuck with a lot of extra mm -hmm. nonsense debt, whatnot. Um, I guess it, we've always kind of said, uh, you know, being beginner farmers or, you know, to start, you know, the, the first goal is to get the business going. We got that going. And then, then you got to keep it going. And now, I mean, that's kind of like, you got to keep it going. We've, we've, we've been successful in getting it started. Let's keep the momentum going. Let's, uh, you know, let's. I guess let's let's work down some debt and build up some more equity. Uh, let's, you know, we talked about increasing cow numbers a little bit, uh, maybe up to 200. But if it comes, it comes. Um, it's nothing we want to really push. But like I said, I mean, uh, the facility can hold 400 head that we purchased, um, but that's not a goal of ours is to milk 400. Especially, I mean, there's not a lot of outbuildings. So, uh, I mean, the buildings holds any young stock and dry cows as well in the milking facility. So, mm -hmm. uh, 
yeah, we just kind of want to, we, we want to maintain. We, like you said, maybe upgrade equipment as we go through um, and, and build, building structure. That's, you know, to maintain and, and improve the buildings would be in the property. Maintain and, and upgrade the property, mm -hmm. I guess, would be the next goals mm -hmm. for us. And that's a process that, you know, will work itself out mm -hmm. over years, right? So. Right. I mean, the building is functioning. It was turnkey when we purchased it or, you know, when we, well, it was turnkey when we started renting. And it's just, now it's just kind of upkeep, mm -hmm. making things a little better because all that, all that adds up. Mm -hmm. So we can't just jump in and make everything new and pretty. Yeah. Right yeah. away, right away. So and you guys, you guys, it seems like you guys complement each other real well because you're really, you know, you really love the cows, and you really like the milk, and it sounds like you really have. Are you the financial person? You're I really? am the book lady. <laughs> I am the book lady. I I handle the, all the young stock. I handle the reproduction right now. Um, so it sounds like you complement each other pretty well. Yeah, we. I don't. We, oh, yeah, we that's both all have right. <laughs> some days. <laughs> Yes, we, we both have different strengths that we've we work off of and we kinda let you know, he I kinda let him do his thing with his his stuff where he, he shines and he kinda lets me do what I need to do and we meet in the middle or we need to discuss or butt heads or whatever we do. <laughs> right. Cool. So. What kind of advice would you actually give to some and, and you know, in particular somebody who wants to get into dairy, you know, somebody who might be in your spot. I mean, what kind of what kind of advice would you give them? And you know, just think of somebody that might be in your spot that actually wants to get into this business and and uh, do sort of what what you're doing now. What kind of advice would you give them? I guess one thing, and and Dave, it's something you you say often is you got to think outside the box because, like I mentioned earlier, anytime you go talk to someone, they say for years any advice that that a lot of um, like the cooperative extension or different banks or different uh, professionals, any advice they say, you have to do it this way. This is how you have to start. This is how you, you need to do it so that, you know, you can get going. And it's not always the case. It's not the, the same case for everybody. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't have a family farm hub to just go to and jump right in. Um, we had to start from scratch and we literally started from scratch and we had to figure out how to start from scratch, how to convince people that it was okay to start from scratch and how to get it going. And, um, well, it's, it's eyes wide open, try different things and don't expect to have, uh, the, the picture perfect, pretty place all in one day. It, it's going to take time. And yeah. you, you got to put the hours in, you got to put the work in and, I mean, everyone knows that, so it's just... Keep chugging along. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we did things a little bit different, and it worked out and for us, and it might not be the case for someone else, but, uh, yeah. Who, say, who says that people can't get into dairy farming these days? You guys are a shining example that you can if you, if you stick with it. It's 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 tough to get in because there's there's not really anywhere to get in, and that's um, you know one thing we've had a couple different uh, high school employees that have they've actually all come to us looking for jobs, which mm -hmm. people are astonished at. <laughs> we've had uh, well, his son 
the old uh, Tyler, he started when he was in high school milking, but we've had three other employees that have all come to us looking for jobs. And so we wanted to, if they're looking for, they want to come milk, yeah, let's let them milk, let them prove themselves. And uh, it's, we've given people an opportunity to work in the dairy industry. If you, there's a lot of these large farms, the kids don't get the opportunity these days because I mean, even here, a lot of a lot of the work is mechanical. You know, whether you know with using the skid loader. Um, so there's not a lot of like, hey, go pitch pens. You know, like when when my age, when we grew up or older, you know, there was there was lots of farms that you could go work on and and just kind of tinker around and help. And now there's there's not a lot of youth opportunity to work on on farms and. So even have, having you people... Have, you almost have to have a degree, you know, to actually work on some of these sure, really right. large operations, and, if you will. Right, and, you know, it's just, it's hard to just get in, you know, if, like Trinity, if she wanted to start a dairy someday, like she she doesn't have a family dairy, you know, it's it's hard to just get in out of nowhere. But it's great to see somebody that age, and she's a woman, you know, that's also right? a nice thing. It's great to see somebody at that age actually, you know, want to actually come and... Well, Ke- work on Kelly farm. too. She she's a full time employee. Mm-hmm. She comes and works on the farm, puts in her hours, and uh, yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate the time. It's beautiful no up here. Problem. <laughs> we like it here. It's good here. <laughs> we're good. We're 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 pretty settled. This is this is it. <laughs> That's great. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate Thank you. it. I really enjoyed visiting with Dave and Colleen, and you can read more about their operation, DC Farms, on the American Agriculturist website. Also, I have a link in the episode page to Farm Credit East Farm Start Program, where you can get all the details about eligibility, business planning, and applying for the program. Thanks for listening today, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>